everyone. Welcome back. And if it's your first time, welcome to Two Girls, One Gay. Hello. Are you coming to this party tonight? No, we're filming a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Mia, Shy, and Logan all get to talk their talk. Talk <laughs> their talk. Good job, Amia. Thank you. I feel like I need to smoke a joint. Oh, why? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the energy in the house today has been so weird. There's been so much going on, I think, in not my personal life, pers- personally. I'm pretty boring, but... It's just drama that you manifested. Yeah, so... I tried to manifest drama for me. No, no, no. You didn't say that specifically. I did. I went to. Hey, we went to brunch on Sunday, and Chai goes, ugh, really need some drama. And I go, no! Because last time she did this, it also affected us. Yeah. Maybe just because you guys are in my life. Like, you're in my my space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like, my aura when I, like, manifest it. We're going to get into our therapy sessions. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, Who wants to start? I think Shai should start. Yeah, you start this. Yeah. Okay, what do I talk about? Because nothing has happened to me. Um, that is not true. You say that every single time, and we're always like, mm, no. Oh, what's happening? There's like oh, a guy. Yeah, two. Wait, what do you mean? You went Ooh. buck crazy the you other day. You joined the gym, you met a guy. Okay, I went to the gym to get a gym membership, because Logan and I want to start going together. We have a gr- gym in my garage, in our garage, but... I just feel like I'd be more motivated if I also went somewhere a couple times a week. Anyways, went to Equinox, got the membership. Someone who I had already knew, who seen at events and like work things, was there. I was like, oh, this is weird. I didn't even know you lived around here. Went up, gave him a hug, whatever. Went back to my tour of the gym. (laughs) And then I was like, wow, he looked really good. And like, you know how like when men are like, he seemed like he was about to start working out, but he was already sweating a little bit. And I like when I hugged him, I was like, hmm, he smells so good. The pheromones. Yeah. yeah. And so I already knew who he was, so I went to uh, one of my friends' Instagram, like typed in his name, and found his Instagram, followed him, had my assistant DM him for me because I was too scared to. And then we started texting, but like that's the extent of it. There's... Nothing else. What? <laughs> Until he gets back from his trip. Yeah, and he called you randomly. He did call me. Well, he was on a long drive. But honestly, I'm DTF. <laughs> so DTF. <laughs> but that's 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 it. That's all for me. Still haven't slept with anybody. We're we're literally <clears throat> counting the days at this point. Mm-hmm. We should keep a tally. Yeah. Of days. Yeah. It's been X amount of days since Shy has gotten fucked. <laughs> You're about to fill up your whole wall. Oh my god, like, oh, you're saying, like, literally tally, like, mmm. You know how, like, when yeah. prisoners and their oh, yeah. tally? That's how I feel. <laughs> I feel like but, I mean, and I are going out tonight um, to this little event, so. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. Probably yeah. nothing, but I'm oh. going to be optimistic. Logan, what's going on with you? Oh, this week has been horrible, honestly. Elaborate. <laughs> No, I just feel like every single day this week has been like it's felt like I've like been walking through wet cement. Semen? 
cement. Cement? Cement. Cement? Is it cement? It's cement. Oh my god. <laughs> I guess I'm illiterate. <laughs> You're 27 years old. I know, but I've, I've literally always you said, said cement. How many cement? times do you think he's had cement. to say cement I, like, in his life? I don't really say cement a lot. Yeah. It's, well, first of all, it's cement. And I've actually said it a couple... I've said it a lot in my lifetime. Cement? Cement, yeah. Like, watch out, there's wet cement. No, I say pavement. Watch out, there's wet pavement? Okay, that's... Oh, that makes me want to bark my mouth. Wow. Um, what else, Logan? I don't know. It's just been a rough week mentally, I feel like. But I don't really know exactly what to contribute it to. I think it's a multitude of different factors that are just compounding on top of each other. Do you have any advice to those who are also going through a rough week? What would you say? Oh, just know it's going to get better. I've been telling myself that all day <laughs> and all week. I'm like, okay, just get through this week. You'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. But it's already like feeling better and it's almost like it's almost Friday, so... Almost the weekend. Yep. And this weekend, um, well, Amia's going out of town without us because she's awful person. A loser. And an awful friend. Mm -hmm. I'm just kidding. You're the best. Love you. Mm -hmm. um, Say that to her today. I know she's going through it. Sorry. Oh, no. It's Didn't okay. Didn't poke the bear. No, I'm not a bear. <laughs> um, but Logan... <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Logan and I are gonna go to Malibu and um, spend some quality time together because I'm Logan scared has she's gonna, I'm really scared she's gonna try to fuck me. Logan has been telling me all day how pretty I am I think he's turning straight and I think this is our time to shine. No, it's because for once, Shy's actually really been very, um, when we're going through something, she's been very emotionally supportive and I'm proud of you actually. I am you were very emotionally supportive to me today. I mean, actually, I will say, like she's back on you. She's giving me, like, four hugs today. And usually oh. she's like... <laughs> no, okay, can I just say one thing? She just had her hand on my thigh. And as exactly when I said, she's giving me, like, four hugs today. She flew her hand off my thigh. <laughs> You're taking advantage of my love. No, I'm not. I'm what? appreciative. Sorry I bothered you with my friendship. No, I'm very appreciative of it. Okay, I mean, talk about what's going on with you, because a lot's going on with you. Oh, you know, the same old. I just think... <laughs> Girl. What? <laughs> okay, yeah, just like, you know, relationship, family, work. I think just a lot of stuff happening. But I think what I'm getting from it and what, what I'm getting out of it is kind of what Logan was saying. It's going to be okay. Um, I actually looked at this little journal that I had where it was like all my hopes and dreams, little man manifestations that I had written down, um, I am doing this, or like, you know, just like old things that I've scripted and seeing that a lot of them have come true. It's just kind of like, okay, you know, you're going to push through it. It's good to remember to be grateful for things. I think that's another good reason to script. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it's just helping me, um, I don't know, be more present, I guess. Because I feel like you get so lost in what do I want and why don't I have this yet or is it going to get better? And then you look at yourself like maybe a year ago or two years ago and see where you were and you're like, damn, like I am fucking killing it and it's fine. And this is just a little rough patch that I'm going to get through. Yeah. Anyways, shall we get into... Yeah, let's start drawing. Who wants to draw? I mean, I, I love drawing. For um, people who Ooh. are new to the podcast, we have two bowls in front of us. One is wholesome, one is unhinged. We'll get to the unhinged segment later, but 
we always draw a question or a discussion topic and now we're gonna Amia's gonna read it out loud. Relationship. Best date you've ever been on and why. I like this one. I hope I have one in the future. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I mean like if I were to say like up to this point, um for Valentine's Day one time my ex took me to the place where we like fell in love and like it was kind of like where you see in the movies where you walk into the room there's like the swans kissing and like all the rose petals everywhere i had that but like it the date or the night ended very badly so Mm -hmm. i wouldn't even consider that my best date so i'm hoping to have my best date somewhere in the near future no i love that (laughs) your best date logan um i feel like i have two (gasps) because i can't pick between Oh, go ahead. I mean, one would probably probably be above the other, but uh, the first one, I would say, I was in New York for, like, two weeks on vacation, um, and I had matched with this guy on Hinge, and we ended up going to breakfast, and then we went to a museum. I think we went to the Whitney, mm-hmm. and then we went and got dinner and everything, and it was in, like, the fall time, or, like, in the winter time actually, um, and, like, on the way out of dinner, it started snowing. And so we, like, kissed in the snow and stuff. It was, like, actually oh. a movie. It was crazy. Oh, my God. Um, and then I think my first date with my ex-boyfriend was probably my first, my favorite date that I've ever, I've ever been on. Why? What happened? Would you guys It was just, like, I've never had, like, a, like an instant connection with somebody in that way. Mm. And then I, it was, like, a normal, a very normal date. We just went to, to dinner, and then we got drinks, and we went to a lookout. And it was, like, one of those dates that, like, you just don't want to end. So, like, you would do anything to just keep, like you know, doing something now, like, else, or new, um, and yeah, I think that was, like, it was, like, the start of something, like, great that I can look back on now and, like, have respect for and stuff. Yeah. So I would say that's probably my favorite date. I love that. That's yeah. so cute. I love movie shit. Like, that love one it. was, like, such a movie. It was crazy. Like, even in my head, I was, like, this is, like, definitely not gonna work out because I don't live here, but imagine, like, that's your first date with, like, Somebody, somebody that you spend the rest of your life with. That would yeah. be crazy. Yeah. Uh, hopefully one day. Honestly, yeah, ho- though, I hope that I do yeah. have that. I'm sure I'll have that again. I'm, there's All of our best days are ahead. All of our best dates are ahead. Yeah. God, I hope so. so. I hope so. Because <clears throat> I'm right. dragging my feet through the cement. <laughs> through the cement. cement. <laughs> For the cement right now. Uh, I wish there was semen oh, in my God. life. <laughs> oh, she just had to slip that in. Yeah, I just, Every know. other break. We're on podcast, what, six? And I still haven't had to... Okay, anyways. <laughs> when you Every say time. it like that, that sounds so bad. We're on podcast six and I still haven't had sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People That's are going to be like, why are we listening is. to you but, guys? But we fill <laughs> a podcast once a week. So that means there's been six weeks. And before that, it's been like three months. So here we are. I'm here. You're my state. Oh my god. Okay, I will say sorry. <laughs> what? I just feel bad. Everybody's just so happy. I totally relate to Logan with the movie thing because, and maybe this sounds bad because the guy that I'm with, I've had a lot of great dates with him, but my favorite and I think most memorable is this one um, where it was at a time where I was leaving Jax. Jacksonville. Sorry, Jacksonville. We say Jax for short. I was leaving Jacksonville, Florida. I was moving to Hawaii. And I was just being a little crazy. You know, I was like, this is like my last opportunity to 
you know, just like see whoever I want to see. And so I met with this guy and I, he had like a little convertible car. He was messaging me. I want to take you out to, I think, Swanee. It's like a little lake. Um, there's like a little, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a swamp in Florida that you can drive to. It's like two to three hours away. Let me take you to a swamp. It's a swamp, but, it's, but people, <laughs> but it's like cute because there's like, there's like slides and tire swings. It's like a whole excursion. It's basically like an adventure landing, but at a swamp. And I went with him and I remember it was just like, it was so fun. It was so cute. And because we weren't like official and he knew I was leaving, we could like, you know, be so over the top and cute because we knew that we were never going to see each other again. Yeah. So it was just a fun thing to do with someone that you knew that you'd never see again. Mm -hmm. And we, I remember we were sitting in the car, the convertible, and he like leans over and he kisses me and he goes, I want you to be my girlfriend for the day. And I was like, what? Okay. And so we just like did all the couple shit. We didn't have sex, but we just did like really cute coupley stuff. That's so cute. Yeah. Wait, I think that's such a good perspective to have on things as well. Like mm-hmm. you just said, I think you knew because it wasn't going to go anywhere after that date. Yeah. You kind of were able to be more present because you weren't worried so much about like, mm posing yourself as this like perfect person that you know they're gonna want to be with for the rest of their lives you weren't like focused on that so much so you Mm -hmm. were able to just be like fully yourself and be in the present moment and just like have fun with it yeah and i think that's honestly probably the key it's like people like people aren't present enough in like their everyday life or when they go on dates because you are thinking about things from the future from from the future perspective of like oh maybe this is my person Mm -hmm. but I've been like, like when I went through my breakup, the first thing I did was like pretty much like go to therapy and then was constantly just like on TikTok scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and like listening to like all these different things about like how you're like dating wrong. Like people date so incorrectly because Mm. you're always looking at things from a future perspective Mm -hmm. and not enough in like the present moment. Right. And I think that's like the key to just like having the best dates of your life. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What the hell? That's actually very correct. I mean, everyone I've been with long term, on the first, first date or first whatever, I was like, oh, like I had, I went into, like I was in my like phase of like in every single relationship I've been in. Before I got into the relationship, I was in a phase of like, oh, like I don't really care. I'm living my life. Like I'm so happy and free and whatever. And I would just do it for fun. I was never like, I'm gonna be with you. It's just like, oh, I'll probably never see them again. So might as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we also just set such like high, we set the bar so high for mm-hmm. the other person yeah. that most of the time they're going to fail. Yeah, right. And I think that's also a problem, but at the same, you should have standards mm-hmm. and you should have like a core group of things that like, I think it comes down to like values. Like you have to have your own values and then you have to assess whether that other person has similar ones. Mm-hmm. And then if they don't, then you know, that's probably not your person. Yeah. And if they have similar needs and like wants as you then that's great but not everybody's are gonna like line up perfectly yeah but if you have enough of a like connection with somebody to be able to like like we talked about earlier compromise Mm -hmm. and be like okay well they don't necessarily think this and i do but you know that's not like a game it's not like an end-all be-all you know Mm -hmm. it's not like the worst thing ever but 
Yeah, I think it comes down to just like values, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. All right, Logan. This is a good question. I actually really like this one. Okay. So it's another mental health question. Um, when was the first time you started to see the world in a different light, different from when you grew up? Um, I feel like there's multiple <laughs> times. I feel like, yeah, like I feel like every phase in my life I've seen the world not i don't i think when you figure out more about yourself you start to see the world in a different light like when i first moved away from home because i was i was so attached to my parents i was an only child i first moved away like i didn't like i didn't even know how to do laundry until like i had moved out of my house and that wasn't a me being privileged way that was like my mom that was her like she loves acts of service like like that's her love language so like she would just come and get the laundry from my room mm-hmm. and do it and when I started to like be on my own and realize like how money works was a big one and how other people operate and how there's different families. Like when I first went to college, I would say that was a big one. When I first went to L- when I first moved to LA, I would say that was another like big one. And you know, realizing my sexuality and what I like and what I don't like. I mean, oh my god, there's just and I feel like there's still going to be so many, like, ways that I'm going to, like, in 10 years, I'll probably see the world in a completely different light mm-hmm. than I do right now. Mm-hmm. I will say, like, this year, I've learned a lot about growth, independence, and, like, how precious life is. I've talked about this before. Um, but I... How do I explain this? Like, this year has made me realize that, like, life is so unbelievably short and so beautiful that... Don't take anything for granted. Everything is a lesson. And life is just so fragile and beautiful. And the fact that, like, just the fact that us, like, we as people are alive right now is a one in billion chance. Mm-hmm. Um, compared to, like, <laughs> how many sperm there are who, like, try to make it to the egg and, like, we made it. I actually saw, like, a little podcast. Winners! Me. Winners! <laughs> <laughs> But, like, the the amount of people that have been alive, are alive now, and could be alive in the future doesn't compare to the number of, like, how many people were almost alive in, like, terms of sperm count, which I know sounds weird. But, like, the fact that you made it here and that you're alive is really beautiful. And, like, you, yes, won in a sense, but, like, you're supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that this year a lot and a lot of really weird things have happened around me like rejection and death and like finding good friends like I see the world so differently now than I did a year ago just because of everything that's happened to me in the past nine months Mm -hmm. and I think life is precious and beautiful and I love you guys oh I love you sorry that was really long no I totally don't apologize I get it I think I have, like, a lot of different moments, but I feel like I have moments all the time where I am able to zoom out and be, like, just see things from a different perspective. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. like I think I'm going to need one of those moments this weekend, like, after this week, because I feel like it's just been a week where I've been so, you know, in my head, not really in the present moment, mm-hmm. just constantly worried about different things. Like maybe on autopilot yeah, a little bit. Yeah, fully on autopilot. Yeah. And I definitely, I think I'm still disassociating, which I also said in the last podcast last week. I think I'm kind of like 
trying to take myself out of it enough to where I don't like fully just like go into a state of like depression Mm -hmm. but I have moments on a pretty regular basis where I'm able to zoom out enough and be like I'm just I just feel like this overwhelming feeling of gratefulness Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like usually that happens every single time I go to the beach. Yeah. Or like I see a sunset, like I always feel so grateful and just like yeah. those make me so happy. It's like a moment when life becomes very clear. Yeah, and it's like everybody is experiencing something all at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or not everybody, but like the whole world experiences those things. Mm-hmm. And that is a reminder that everybody is also there's so many people even like um I don't know, somebody else was talking to me about, like, I, even, like, just hearing, like, you talk to us today, or, like, and you or have gone through things while we've been um, close friends, like, knowing that other people also go through things on their own just makes you feel a little bit less lonely, so I feel like that helps me see the world in a different light. Yeah. But I think also just, just growing up, like, there's multiple times I would say, like, my parents divorced when I f- feel like I, like, actually realized and I got old enough to see what was actually going on. Um, and then I think when my nieces and nephews are born, it's kind of like Mm. just recreation of life. So that helps me see the world in a different light. And like everything is always, you know, changing and growing. And as they get older, it's like so cool to watch them grow up and become their own own selves and have their own personalities Mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, but I don't know. I feel like there's just so many. I can't just really pick one. And there's so many more Mm -hmm. that we're going to have. Yeah. And that's another thing. Like, when we get married or fall in love or have children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always say this, and people think I'm so weird, but I always say that, like, I literally can't wait till I'm 80, like, on my front porch, and I saw how, like, my whole entire life played out. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I'm so obsessed with living and, like, experiencing life, and, like, I can't wait for all the things to come in the future. Like, it'll be so interesting when I'm older and I see everything that has happened yeah i feel the same way but i also feel like i want life to slow down i do not want to be because i don't know about you guys but the way that i in a similar way kind of blink and see myself at 60 looking back at me in this bed in this moment and i'm it's just like spooky i'm like Mm -hmm. i don't i don't want to be i'll be i'll be right next to you like i know we'll be rocking in those chairs (laughs) and like (laughs) oh my god and we got canceled. <laughs> no one wanted to see us ever again. I hope not. No, we won't be canceled. Yeah, hopefully like, by then we're all. What are some moments for you? Um, I think one in particular, because I feel like the same as you guys, where I have a lot. But one in particular definitely was um, when I was in school. Surprisingly, um, I had this teacher in my psychology class. She gave us this assignment where we wanted to basically create a manifestation board. She was like, bring in a board of like what you want your life to look like, um, tape up a, a bunch of pictures, and you know, where do you see yourself in 10 years? So for me, you know, getting into acting, I had, um, you know, like a TV show name, like H- I had HBO in there, I had um, an Oscar, I had red carpet, you know, that's everything that I had, and I presented my thing. Mm-hmm. I showed the class, and I gave my spill, and I don't even remember her name, but I guess to answer the question, (laughs) thank you, lady. Um, Thank you, lady. Thank you, miss. To answer the question, I think think it kind of just goes back to what you were saying, Shai, where life, 
you you get one at least you know unless we reincarnate to our memory memory, we only get one and it's like why don't i just do the things that i want to do and be happy why do i have to follow this this rule of plan that was laid out before us yeah Mm -hmm. just to be safe right like oh just in case things don't work out i don't want that to be the case i don't want my i don't want to do my plan b i don't want to fucking go to business school and sit somewhere typing all day do i just can't do it i won't and yeah that changed my whole perspective oh i'm proud of you thank you thank you so much next question okay (laughs) i'll go next oh i like this one um do you easily accept compliments or do you hate compliments? Oh my god, I'm the worst at receiving compl- compliments. <laughs> but I am trying to be better about it. Like, how, what is the best way to receive a compliment? You just say, Thank you so much. Thank you, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Oh. Like, for me oh. to say that in the moment seems so easy. But I'm just like, oh, <laughs> thanks. Like, I, <laughs> I like receive it so like awkwardly. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because like, I don't necessarily believe that myself or if it's just like weird to no I really to like let me try I don't know let me do it let's practice your eyes are so gorgeous (laughs) (laughs) thank you a little giggle thank you yeah no I I relate to that though where you're like thanks you like kind of like not like cringe but you really kind of put your your body you're kind of uncomfortable yeah do you guys have see like if you receive a compliment, you have to say thank you and then also give that other person a compliment? Yeah. Yeah, I well, try. Not- I try to. Sometimes, though, I say just thank you and then, like, I'm like, oh, thank you so much. And then they just look at me and I, like, walk away and then I feel really bad afterwards. But usually in the moment, you don't, like, I go on autopilot and I'm just like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, I see it as, like, an exchange. Like, I want to leave that person. F- they left me feeling good, so, like, yeah, I feel like yeah, I should exactly. return the favor. Yeah, Yeah, I'm exactly what Logan said just now. I feel like I'm always like, oh my god, no, you. Yeah, you, you actually don't receive compliments. You don't receive it, you bounce it You bounce it off. it off of you. Yeah. You do that all the time. I, earlier, I was like, you came out of your room and you're in your makeup and pajamas. I was like, wow, you look so pretty. And you're like, no, you. you. Or if, we're, if I'm ever like, <laughs> you're always in a state of shock if I'm like, oh my god, you look so pretty. And then you're like, oh my god, shut up. Maybe I do want you to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all. Alright, fine. That's no, the last compliment you ever give me. Please. I, think... I want to be better. <laughs> I think all of us like do the same thing. I know I do this. But, um, I mean, like, everybody wants to be told that they look good and pretty and, like, whatever. Um, we love those compliments. But, like, when it's ha- actually happening, I feel like I don't always believe it. I'm like, oh, like, thank you. Like, that's so surprising that someone would go out of their way to, like, say that to me. Like, I. It doesn't seem real. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we all feel that way. But we need to accept that people might think us that we're pretty or that we have beautiful souls or that we're being a kind person or the outfit that we're wearing really does slay. Totally. Mm-hmm. I actually have a question. Maybe two. Mm-hmm. Well, one. Hold on. Make Let me remember. Yeah. Okay, so there's this guy at this coffee shop that I go to every oh. single day. What? And like every single time we constantly make eye contact. So like we're definitely like there's like a vibe going on but like what's the best compliment that you would want to receive if somebody came up to you at a like a coffee shop and then like 
kind of like a meet cute situation where like you exchange information and stuff like this that. This is hard for me because I hate being hit on in public. But like, what? How else? What am I gonna like? How else? That's would true. That's true. Like, you should shoot your shot. Um, yeah. Ooh, because he's more than likely wearing a uniform or an apron, right? No, he's like is just there. He like goes there. Oh, every day. oh, it's not a worker. No. Oh, um, I like your shirt today. <laughs> Way what better the? than the one from yesterday. Um, <laughs> you actually look great today. You did in the last few. You could just like you could not. Sometimes I think when people start off with a compliment, it might be too much. You could just be like, "Hey, I see you in every single day." Like, my name's Logan. Yeah, I was thinking like saying something along the lines of like. I see you here every day. I feel like we should see somewhere, see each other somewhere else next time. That's cute. That's sexy. Cute. What? What? Oh. Sally, what are you laughing at? Sally, what are you laughing at? <laughs> I can't with you. I... What? I don't know. Did I say something funny? No, you're just cute. Ew. I thought that was good. Um. Anyways, I think you should be like, you should say, like, oh, I see you all the time. Like, introduce yourself. If you want to start off with a compliment, be like, if he has, like, a bracelet or a necklace or, like, a shirt on, be like, I really like that. Where'd you get it? Mm-hmm. Something like that. I just know. Something I'm gonna be, easy. I'm going to be so awkward. That's okay. I think awkward is cute. I feel more comfortable with a guy. If he hits on me and he's, like, very awkward about it, I feel more comfortable with that person than I do with the stud who strolls up and thinks he can get me because you said my hair looks nice or whatever. Yeah, I think it brings you to earth a little bit, maybe. Mm-hmm. Ask what his coffee order is. Oh. Oh, that's oh a good that one. is cute. That's a good yeah. one. Asking what the coffee order is. Well, okay, so like, should I ask him that and then leave? <laughs> or do I need to like go order him something? What if he already. No, no, no. He usually is there before me, so it's like. No, if you go. If you see him when you walk in and you see he already has his coffee. Be like, oh, what's your coffee order? Or, like, obviously make it better than that. And then try it. And then you can go up to him after you order and be like, mm, this is good. I think you should have a really hot, hot, hot coffee. Black. Spill it and on And literally spill it on him. Be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Rip his oh shirt God, off. Oh, my God, that's so wrong. Rip his shirt off. Uh, apply immediately cold water and tell him that you're going to help him <laughs> Um, okay, maybe we don't listen to it. She's been out of the game for a while. Alright, so guys, we're going to get into our unhinged segment. Amaze, do you want to drop? Just chugging wine. <laughs> Curved dicks, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if it curves the right way, it's fine. I, I heard, don't. Guys, I don't know if this is true. I heard that a curved dick at the end, when it curves at the end, not like, you know, like a banana dick or whatever, but like it curves at the end <laughs> means that he's fucked like a lot, like 500 plus. But if it curves up, oh. I feel like that's fine. What do you mean? Wait, what like, you, you don't what? want it to curve that. Like, oh, left? No, like this way is bad. Oh, down. This way is better. Up, like a banana. Yeah. Up, like a banana. Not down, like a... Well, that depends on which way the banana is. It's like a hook. You guys know dodgeball? Uh-huh. Yeah. Versus a banana. A regular banana that you hold in your hand. You always hold the it going up. You, not everybody holds it going up. I think, think people Who just holds pick, it going down? I just pick up a fucking banana. Sometimes it's... Okay, well, I look at it because maybe I'm so horny that I'm seeing banana as everything else, but... Oh. <laughs> anyway. Remind me not to eat any of our bananas. 
One, what do you do if you see it? Two, do you think you'd like it in your ass or your vagina, depending on whom you are? Um, <laughs> three, would you... It depends on how... Judge a guy if you had a curved dick. It depends on what your vaginal canal looks like or your anal canal. That's true. I well, actually... I hate the word I'm canal. Not, it's like, so sick. I don't know if it was one of my assistants that said this, but or like someone else I knew that was like they fucked a guy with a curved penis and it hit like their G spot. Oh no, not me. I <laughs> would never say that because that that shit fucking hurt. I thought I was gonna die. Wait, what? <laughs> Who? <laughs> huh? Anyways, or, if you have wait. a curved dick and you're hitting all the right spots, yeah. I don't care. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You gotta test it out first. Yeah, I haven't tested it, but we'll see. Okay, is sexting attractive or a turn off? I love sexting. I think that's a form of foreplay. I think if you're close with someone. Yeah, I don't... Well, okay. Let me clarify. If I'm just meeting somebody, I think flirtation is great mm-hmm. and can lead to more sexual tension. I think sexting should maybe not happen until, like, you have done other things. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, also, I'm not one... Like, if I'm really talking to somebody and they just, like, randomly sent me in... Well talking to somebody like in the very beginning and they like sent me something like a nude or something like that i, I don't really love that i'm just like mm. okay like like unsolicited leave like some random. to the imagination you know mm-hmm. yeah i agree so i have a i actually have a story because i remember when i wrote this question i have a story about this so there was this guy who i was kind of talking to um me and my ex had just broken up and like this was the first guy i ever like talked to and he's like an up and coming musician and we hadn't met or anything yet we just followed each other on social media for a while started texting we're facetiming all that stuff and he randomly just started like going all in with the sex thing like i think i was like i was home at the time i was like in oklahoma and my parents were like right next to me and he just texted me he's like what are you doing right now, mommy? And I was like, oh, like, I'm watching TV, like, with my mom and dad. And he was like, oh, my God, what would happen if, like, we went to the bedroom right now, mommy? I was, like, mommy? I was like, I was like, should I engage in this? I was so confused on, like, what was going on. But he, like, kept going. And I was like, mm, yeah, yeah. I personally don't find sexing, like, all that attractive. Unless you're, like, you've been, like, there's a proper way to if you're, lead into it. If you're two years in a relationship and he's at work and you want to, like, surprise him, I think that's cool or whatever. Um, or vice versa. But uh, when you haven't met this person, all of a sudden he, like, obviously, like, is horny and just wants to, like, jack off. But he, like, <clears throat> I wasn't really giving any effort back. I was, like, leaning into it a little bit. And then he, like, sent me a picture of him, like, you know, finishing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. How do you feel about sexing? Uh, I just have to be in the mood. Yeah. Oh. I think yeah. if you lead up to it properly, you can actually gauge whether or not the other person is in a mood. I and think, it would be reciprocal. Yes. I think phone sex is really hot. Like, one one time I was in, like, a... Uh, like, I had been dating this guy for a year and a half, and I was in a long... We were doing long distance at the time. And we would, like, have sex on FaceTime. Mm-hmm. I think that's fun. But yeah. we, had, again, had already been together intimately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before it wasn't random. Like this guy had just started talking to him, and he just all of a sudden started like you know doing that mm-hmm. out of nowhere, no consent. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Next.
How do you, this isn't really unhinged, so we might draw another one after this, but relationship question, how do you feel about monogamous relationships? Um, for me, personally, I would like to have a monogamous relationship until we are married and then, you know, we're locked in. And you talk about this all the time. You think that you and your, like, future husband are going to be, like, seniors yeah. or have three oh, kids yeah. or whatever. I personally... Because for me, and maybe maybe it's just if the right guy changes my mind, mm -hmm. it's like one dick forever. Maybe that sounds bad, but I'm just like, there's so many people out in this world. I Am I really just going to like stick to one person forever? Yeah. I can see both sides of it. I don't fully know years and years and years down the line mm -hmm. how I would feel but like I do think that I could probably have one dick forever yeah and Maybe. I 100% have to be in that relationship for like a long period of time mm -hmm. before like to feel secure ever. yeah because yeah, like I'm very ter territorial I'm I can be jealous and it would have to, if 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 I was ever gonna like be in an open relationship I better not know that person whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I don't ever want to see them. We better never cross paths. Yeah. Because I might... L Lose your mind. Yeah. Yeah. I, feel I that. would be unhinged. Okay. For oh. me, though, personally, like, and I think I learned this when I was in high school. There was this guy that I was obsessed with. And for me, it wasn't when he had sex with other girls. So, okay, story, long, what? What? long story short, I was obsessed with him. We would hook up all the time. He, we never made it official. He didn't want to be with me like that. Um, but I liked him so much that I would continue to hook up with him. Mm -hmm. And for me, it wasn't when he would have sex with other, with other girls. It's when he would spend time with them, you know, when he would do one-on-ones. And I would see them, like, him post on a story that he was watching a movie or, like, going on a date with them. And that... I don't know why, but it, like, crushed me. Well, it's more intimate. Yeah. Like, to him, sex yeah. didn't mean as much as maybe the quality time. Yeah, exactly. And so that bothered me. And maybe that's why sex to me might not be as a big of a deal because maybe it's not as intimate as something that, like, me and my partner share. Yeah. I think, yeah, that int intimacy can look different for a lot of different people. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, sex is very intimate. Mm -hmm. So therefore, it would hurt more to like see my partner have sex with somebody else, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I feel like that is also not trauma in a way of like how I see sex and like I that's how I like cling on to somebody a little bit, mm -hmm. maybe. But like, who knows? Like. 10 years down the line when I feel like I'm a little bit more healed if I would have that same relationship with sex if it would be like that more like intimate mm -hmm. thing or just I mean I feel like sex is always going to be intimate for me I don't really know what I'm saying but <laughs> I see what you're talking about I, yeah. Yeah. I see I see yeah I, see, I get it yours too like I see both sides as well I think that um sharing experience with like a partner in the future of like going to a foreign country and having a threesome that could be fun I could be down for threesomes yeah. I don't know if I can be nominal but yeah, um, as like it would have to be someone that I'd never see again. But also, I feel like I mean we grew up like in similar like town like hometowns. Logan and I did like of like 
we see two people only having sex with each other, getting married together, like being mm-hmm. together forever for like a really long time. I don't know, Mia, maybe you saw that as well, but or maybe you didn't, but I like with how I grew up, like for me, sex was so intimate. Sex was so mm-hmm. like wow like if they have sex with you they're in love with you because everyone i was raised around was like super religious so if they were like devoting that like in a like technically sinning in a way and they were willing to do that with you Mm -hmm. that meant they really cared about you interesting okay and also it's like that's all in movies and shows and stuff like that like it's always like oh true love those people are together forever like you have like your one partner and obviously, mm-hmm. that's not real life. Yeah. But, like, I think that's still, I like, think in a way, ingrained. Somebody. Mm-hmm. Some people. Somebody. Yeah. But Some I people. totally, I have, like, no judgment whatsoever no, for, like, no, no, no. for never judging. non-monogamy. And I can no. see the that side of things. I totally can. And I like, think it just involves a lot of communication. Well, exactly. And to what you were just saying, like, growing up, that is kind of what it was for me, too. Like, seeing two people together. And I think the situation that I was in where I really cared about this person, I cared about them so much that I was still like to myself, okay, I'm just gonna let them do whatever. I'm gonna let them do it because I love them so much. Mm -hmm. And I think it trained me to not care when I found out that he was sleeping with other people. I, yeah, I feel that way too because like at one point in one of my old relationships when I found out that like my ex had like slept with someone else, I was still like, because I loved him so much, still willing to, like, make it work Yeah. type of situation, which I feel like is very relevant nowadays. And I think for, I think for cis men, it is different than it is women or people who are, like, maybe gay. I don't know how you feel about this, Logan, but, like, I think for, like, some, most guys, like, sex is nothing to them. I think, I think sex is different for, and I can't really speak for, like, gay people in general but I think sex does well actually that is hard because I feel like gays will just like fuck everything they will (laughs) or they won't they will oh (laughs) I don't know I'm just like not that type of gay that is like constantly looking to have sex or like will fuck anything yeah you know yeah and not to like stereotype the gay community, but I think everybody has this idea of them being just like this hypersexualized like group of of people, and like that is what I think a lot of people see, but that's not necessarily the case. Like there's yeah. still gay people who like want to be in a monogamous relationship, you know. One hundred percent. But obviously, like the first thing I think about is like open relationships is gay people. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's yeah. similar to you guys, but. I mean- you had that experience recently. Yeah, I mean, that was interesting. I did have um, sexual relations <laughs> with somebody. Who was in an open In an relationship. open relationship. And I think it was totally fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was also, like, a different situation because, like, I know both of them. So, like, hopefully it's not, like, awkward if I do see them together at, you know, anything. But the communication was there on their end and they knew everything that was going on i knew everything that was going on so it wasn't really like a weird i don't think it would be weird yeah but i don't know and he also changed my mind like he like changed my mindset about it too like i not that i ever saw it in a in a negative light 
I just like didn't fully understand it. But like they, I think, have been together for um, over a year at this point, and like that whole open relationship thing is kind of new to them because of a similar thing. You're like, I don't know if I want to like just have sex with the same person for the rest of my life. But um, obviously, I, they yeah. still have that relationship. Yeah, I think if communication is there, then like mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's, and it's some. I feel like what happens is that some women like bite it when their husband is like oh I want to do this or their husband is doing it and maybe they know or they don't know but they're turning a blind eye type of situation I think Mm -hmm. that happens a lot if I don't know when I look at like men who don't care that much about sex I'm looking at like some of the some of the guys that like are technically in like our lives as friends and like I hear their stories and they like are like yeah I fucked her like whatever like they don't they don't give a shit who they fuck and they'll fuck anything or anyone but like when I it's, see but when Hopefully it's the, he doesn't watch the video <laughs> <laughs> the video but when it's the person who they like you know actually hang out with or watch movies with or actually go on a date that's like a completely different situation yeah well I think that a lot of men it's not necessarily necessarily their relationship with sex it's the relationship with intimacy that the sex brings them yeah mm. because yeah. yeah that's i mean that can lead to that I, can go down yeah. multiple rabbit holes of like no, that's their true. childhood like all that kind of stuff all yeah. the shit stems, yeah. stems back from child to like yeah. childhood yeah and i think that's I agree. another thing like why i don't know women kind of get looked a certain way when they're in open relationships too mm-hmm. like i definitely feel like they have more of a um what am i trying to say blanking out disadvantage like people like look at them in a certain light when they're in an open relationship versus a guy mm-hmm. it's kind of like the same as like body counts like guys are always like eh. all right guys well thank you for tuning in to two girls one gay we are signing off but you know where to find us on all of our follow social our media social media and bring Join your notebooks next for next one for some dick sucking yes and bring also if you like this podcast or if you didn't like this podcast or whatever still give it a five stars because who the fuck are you to not like this podcast? Oh, she said bring a cuke. Bring a cuke? Yeah. Cucumber? Yeah. A cucumber. Okay. All right. Oh Slay. Go suck some dick and have some fun. And you know what? Try out that threesome. Sending you love and light.